day of Tishabov is a day that seems to be a bit perhaps extreme or even contradictory to a degree. On one side, there's Avelus. We sit on the floor. It's dark. At the same time, after we've gotten, so to speak, to the depth of the Avelus, tomorrow morning, we'll sit for hours, going through the Kinois, and going through all of the different saris of Klai Yisrael throughout the generations, and all of a sudden, in the middle of the day, punct, all of a sudden, they start with Nechama. All of a sudden, Chatzais comes, we, don't sit on chair, we sit on chairs, not on the floor anymore, lights are back on. Haraiches is back on the Aron Kaidesh. And it seems that it's integral to the day of Tishabav that there should be Nechama as well. We say Nachem at Mincha. Even though it's brought down, some Paiskim say Nachem at every Tfila, but our Minig is only by Mincha. Again, after Chatzais, you would think that the day of Tishabav should be a day dedicated Kulay Tavelus to mourning. We'll have Nachamu, Nachamu, Ami. We'll have Shabbos, Nachamu. Maybe the next day should be a day of Nechama. But in the day itself, it seems very integral that we should bring up the concept of Nechama. And the truth is, it's not just in the day itself. There's a very interesting Mogan Avram. The Ramah says that the Minig in all of Ashkenaz was like we just did for the last couple of hours, was to eat some type of suda kivua, some type of supper, dinner before mincha. Then you dab in mincha. And then you eat the suda samafsekis. Now really, according to the Gemara, the suda samafsekis is like your supper. It's your last meal, and you're not supposed to have it too extravagant. Only one cooked item, some bread, some water. You don't eat with people. It seems a little bit... We fill ourselves up with supper early, and then all of a sudden, design, we have a suda mafsekis. But that says the Ramos, the Minigan Ashkenaz. And he says the reason is, it's a long tainus. You don't start from the morning like Shavasa Batamas. You start from tonight like Yom Kippur, he says. And if people are going to have a very shvacha meal, who knows how they'll be able to fast. So therefore, it became the Minig that it's not our last meal, we have a supper, and then we have mincha, and then we have the suda mafsekis. Says the Mogan Avram, I have another reason. He says, in the Zman of Bayesheni, Tishabov was really a yantif. In fact, the, the Navi tells us, Kla Yisrael asked the Rabbeinu Shalaylam, after Binyan Bayesheni, what should we do with all the Tanesim? We fasted all the years in Bavel because of Chorban Bayes Rishain. What are we supposed to do now in Bayesheni? So HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, that's the Pasuk we've been quoting the last few weeks, Kayamar Hashem, V'tzayma Ravi, V'tzayma Chamishi, V'tzayma Asiri, Yiu Lebeis Yisrael, L'sasun Simcha. That was the Navi, HaKadosh Baruch Hu answering that in the times of the second base Hamikdash, all these days that we fast and mourned for, for Bayes Rishon, <coughs> they were Yamim Taivim. So it comes out that on Tishabov in the Bayesheni, it was a Yantif. And on Yantif, you have a big meal, you have a Suda. 
So says the Magen Avram, since the minig was, since the halacha was in Bayesheni, that Tishabav was a yantif with a suda, af achshav lezazu We also have to have a suda reminding ourselves of Bayesheni, liyos lezikarain, to remind ourselves, sheyahapich bimheira v'yameinu l'sasunu l'simcha. Now that there's Churban Bayesheni, we have to fast again, Tishabav, it's no longer a yantif. But it was once a yantif. And we have to remember it was once a yantif. And therefore, says the Magan Avram, we eat a nice size suda before mincha. That's the suda that reminds us, Tishabav, you can't make the suda. It reminds us that Tishabav should really be a yantif with a gansa suda. And then he says, Ayin bevesi Yosef saif simen tov kuf nun dalid. What does he mean with that? So the Machsiz HaShakel explains. The Machsiz HaShakel says that the Magan Avram, I'm sorry, the Beis Yosef, brings a Kalboi. And the Kalboi says that Zekeinim HaRishainim, the elder Zekeinim, the Kalboi is one of the Rishainim, and he says that earlier, his Zekeinim, they told, they Hinhigu, they made a Minig on Tishabav, on Tishabav in the afternoon, the women should dafka go and wash their hair. Why? Since when? Is this a rechitza? It's avelos. Who's washing their hair? So the the kolbei said, says the women have a problem. They don't. They're weak in believing and understanding nechama. Why? In those days, he writes, They don't know how to read, they don't know Svarim, they don't know Kinnis, they don't know Davening, and they might get too involved in their Avelos without understanding that there's a need for some type of comfort and Nechama. And therefore, they needed a Chizuk, and we have to do something because they're they're weak in the understanding of comfort. And they, they, they brought a raya, he says, because Mashiach was born on Tishabav, so it's a bit of a happy day. So therefore, the Kalbay says, the Zekeinim HaRishainim saw it was necessary to be matter the women to wash their heads on Tishabav, because in order to give them some type of hope, they shouldn't get lost, and lost in their despair and in their Avelus. However, the Beis Yosef, Kara Tagar ala Minagahu, the Beis Yosef shried against the Minig, and he says, what's going on? I mean, there's a din, Midivri Kabbalah, Midir you're not allowed to wash Rechitza's Aser. So it's very nice that you have this Minig, but the Beis Yosef says, it can't be, we're not, we can't be Mekayim this Minig. But what is the Magan Avram telling us, says the Machsiz HaShakel? But the Magan Avram is bringing a proof from there that on Tishabav, there has to be a concept of Nechama as well. You can't just be only Ba'avelus. The Zekeinim HaRishayinim made sure the women were like that. Besides, it wasn't happy, it's an it's a Iser. It's an Iser, okay. But the Magan Avram brought a proof from there to his Pshat in why do we eat a Suda before Mincha on Erev Tishabav? Because the concept of bringing out that we don't end with Tishabav. It doesn't end in the Avelis. Klai Yisrael hasn't ended. There has to be a concept of Nechama. The Birkei Yosef brings down that there was a minig in Italy, an early minig, 
the dafka again with the women, they were machzikim yedei hanoshim is his loshem. They used to encourage the women after chatzais to be misasek b'chol kaychan, that they should be involved with all of their strength to clean up the house, make the beds, get it all ready. Why? Yan shedaitin ksara v'chalushe emuna. So they're because they don't get it. In those days, again, like the Beis have said, she'en yoide sefer, all they heard about was Avelus, Avelus, Avelus. And chas v'shalom, they might be miyayash, says the Birke Yosef. And therefore, there was this special meaning in Italy to go and be mechazik the women. No. Go clean up the house. Get it ready. Mashiach's going to come. There's going to be a geula. In order to put in them, likvoya, he says, to put into their hearts the concept of emuna in the geula. So we see not only was this very much on the minds of the Paiskim that those who cannot relate to Nechama might get too lost in the Avelus, but at the same time, we see that's the Anhogas that we have as well. We have the Avelus, and we get to the depth of the Avelus after a whole morning, and all of a sudden, the second half of the day, Avada, all the Halachas still apply, but all of a sudden, the, the things that we showed, severe Avelus, all of a sudden, we're released from that, and the concept of Nechama comes to play. What's the Pshat? The Pshat, I think, is as follows. The truth is, if you think about it, we know Shiva and Tishabov on each day, five terrible things happened to Kla Yisrael. On Shiva the Luchas were broken. Batla HaTamid, they stopped bringing the carbon Tamid in the base Hamigdash. Hufka Ir, Yishalayim was breached. Saraf HaPaistimis Harash HaTayra. HaPaistimis went and he burnt the Sefer Tayra. They put a Tzalem Beheichal. Tishabav, both Chorbanais, the Meraglim Gzeira. Beitar was captured. And Ternus Rufus Harasha, he plowed over the Mokam of the Mikdash, the Mokam of the Heichal. If you think about it, <coughs> between all of these things, what defines a nation, what defines a people, whether it's place, whether it's their Tyra, whether it's the Luchais, whether it's the Avoida, the Karbanatamid, Tzalem Beheichal, all different space Hamikdash, all of these things are different parts of highlights of Kla Yisrael. And they're all gone. We don't have any of them. We've lost all of these highlights. And one would think that if you take away what we recall the highlights of a nation, the Tzainus, what's special about a Kla Yisrael, if you take it away, what's left? What's left? The Luchis are broken, we don't have a base Hamigdash, the Tamid's not going, the burning the Sefer Taira itself, Sarf HaPais, Mr. He goes and he turns his roof, his plows over the Heichel, why did he plow over? Because he wanted to make sure there's no Zecher of it at all. He wanted to take away the Briskarov as of art. He wanted to take away the Din Har from it. There's a Din based on which has to be in a Har. It's one of the Zmiras. So, this is, this is who we are. This is what defines us. And yet, if we look around, for Hashem, Klai Yisrael is still here. Without all of those things, we still exist. What's the Pshat? Because Klai Yisrael, no matter what happens to us, we're never tied physically to anything in this world. Klai Yisrael is above the world of the physical. 
You could take away all those physical things and Avada, these are who we are. And we're being misabel. We're going to mourn over the loss of all these things. But at the same time, with all of those things gone and with all of the Avelos, Kla Yisrael still exists. Because Kla Yisrael is Nitzchi. Kla Yisrael is eternal. Kla Yisrael is Ruchani. That's something that cannot be taken away. You could get rid of everything of Kla Yisrael. And if it would be any other nation that you got rid of, their land, you exiled them, and you got rid of all the treasures and everything that defines that nation, wouldn't take long. They wouldn't exist anymore. And we look around at the world and see the nations that don't exist. Who've gone, they had a peak and they had a low, and that was the end of them. And Kla Yisrael, Kla Yisrael is not like that. Kla Yisrael, we're missing all these things. And every one of us gets up in the morning and we make brachas and we say brachas atayra and we dive into the Rebbein and we learn and we do chesed and we're involved in, in Avedas Hashem because you could take it all away from Kla Yisrael and Kla Yisrael will still exist. And therefore, and therefore, it's so important that is the greatest nechama that after you go through the depth of the Avelis, and the more you go into the Avelis, and the more you see the tragedies, and the more you see the Tsaris, the greater understanding you have of Churban to Klal Yisrael, when you finish with that, and you realize, and I always say, it's such a hargosh I have, that one of the first things we do after we get up, after hours of sitting on the floor, saying kinnis, we say, Aleinu l'shabeach, l'adayna kal, shalayasonu. We thank the Rabbeinu Shalaylam. We thank the Rabbeinu Shalaylam that we're a Kla Yisrael. Because after everything, with all of the Churban, Kla Yisrael still exists. Kla Yisrael is Nitzchi. We're still Oivir HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But it's impossible. Because Kla Yisrael is Nitzchi. You can get rid of all the things that define us all those physical things, and we will be misabel over them. But at the end of the day, Kla Yisrael is Nitzchi, and Kla Yisrael is Kayam. And that in itself is the Nechama, and that's part of understanding what Tisha B'Av is all about. And that's why it's so important to have a Nechama. Because if you only end with the Avelus, whether it's the women, whether it's the men, and end up in a Yish, that'll be the end of Klal Yisrael. When we're Miyayish, who knows what could happen. But we're never Miyayish. Adarabo. The Avelus is supposed to bring us to the Akar of who we are. And that in itself is the Nechama. And if you have the Avelus without coming to the Nechama, you haven't gotten the true Avelus. You haven't understand what we're being misabel about and what we Kla Yisrael are. We know Kla Yisrael is nimshal to two things. A number of things, I should say. So Meshach Chachman in the, in the, in the uh, Haftar of Parshas Bamidbar, he talks about Avram Avinu Hashem, Hashem compared us to the dust of the earth, Afar Haaretz. And over there in the Haftar and Parshas Bamidbar, it says the Kla Yisrael is going to be Kechel Hayom, like the sand of the sea. And the Meshach Chachma says the difference between the two, one's Avram, one's later. But the truth is, what's the common denominator between the two? Afar Ha'aretz, the Gemara says, by Avram Avinu that you can't be Mechala Afar, you can't destroy it. You could burn it, it'll singe. You can't destroy dirt, it doesn't get destroyed. 
Klai Yisrael also. You can burn them, you could step on them, you could do whatever you want. Like the Marshal says, Ani Shamati Pirishacher. That just like offer Hakal Darsin Aleah. Everyone steps on the dirt. At the end, when a person's buried, the dirt's on top of him. Afkla Yisrael is the same way. Hakal Darsin Aleah. Everyone tramples on Kla Yisrael. But eventually, Kla Yisrael is going to be Darsin Aleah. The offer is a symbol of Kla Yisrael. But Chol, what's sand? Sand also is the symbol of Kla Yisrael. The Meshachachma has his Pshat. But if you think about it, what happens when you try to burn sand? What happens when you heat up sand on a flame? It turns into glass. It turns into something beautiful. Adaraba. You take the sand and you burn it and you, and you kvetch it and it melts but you turn it into glass. Kla Yisrael is nidmal is chuchis. Says in, it says later on in Hilchas Tainis that under a chuppah the minig is to break a, gla- break a kais. Question is, what type of kais? Rav Kivayger quotes Avon Hashayim, Chesam Seifer. They say, Dafka Zchuchis, Dafka Glass, Kla Yisrael's, Kla Yisrael's Nimshal is Zchuchis. Kla Yisrael's compared to glass because if you break glass, you can just melt it again and put it back together. That's who Kla Yisrael's Nimshal is Zchuchis. But where does it come from? It comes from the sand. You burn it, you heat it up. It's not destroyed. Offer is not destroyed either, but Chil has a mile to it. The more you heat it up, the more you burn it, the more you create. Ramer Shapiro said on the Pasuk, did anyone, this week's parsha, anyone here of a nation that heard Bo'esh, Vayechi, heard HaKadosh Baruch through the fire, Vayechi, that's a Kla Yisrael going through Tsaris. We could go through Esh, we could go through fire. No other nation could go through fire vayachi and end up being alive. But Kla Yisrael exists. And in fact, the Biskarov had a son, Reb Chaim. And Reb Chaim once, on Shavasar Betamuz, Lel Shavasar Betamuz was in, was in Shtibol, in Yishalayim, in Zechamayshe. And he met the Biskarov's Talmud, Reb And he told him the following vart. He said, one of the things that happened on Shivasar Vatamas is Saraf Apoistamis Harosha Satira. That Apoistamis Harosha burnt the Taira. Said Rab Chaim, nor a narish guy can make him as Mikamban in the Taira. Only a foolish guy, guy could think that you could burn the Taira. What happened when he burnt the Taira? Said Rab Chaim, Amar de Kavart, Apoistamis Harosha burnt the Taira. And what did Rabbeinu HaKadosh Rebbe do? He put it in the Mishnah. Saraf apaistim is harasha es five words. What happens when you read those five words? You're mekayim five mitzvahs of limer atayra. Every word of tayra is a mitzvah. Saraf apaistim is harasha es You were just mekayim five words of limer atayra. He said, "Fun brenin tayra, vertmen mer tayra. From burning tayra becomes more tayra. You can never burn the tayra adaraba. It just creates more things." You burn Kla Yisrael, you burn the Chayel Hayam. What do we end up with? In Bavel, with all the Tzaras, a Talmud Bavli. All the different things we'll talk about, Bez Hashem, tomorrow morning, and the Crusades, and Tachvitat. What happened? We got the Shach, we got Bali Ataisvis. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. But that's what Kla Yisrael is. We're Kechayel Hayam. We're like Schuchis. It's not possible. We're like Afar Haaretz. It's not possible. 
to get rid of a Klai Yisrael, we're Nitzchi, we're above it all. And that's the great Nechama. That's the Nechama of Tishabav. And the more we get into the depth of the Avelus, the Nechama is so much greater. And that's why it's so integral. Because the day of Tishabav is not a day of despair. It's a day of mourning. But if you're going to end up at Yiyush, you're not understanding who Kla Yisrael is. Tishabav defines who Kla Yisrael is. Tishabav defines who we are, not just that we're crying over something from 2,000 years ago. It defines that we're still here to cry over that thing. We're still here to cry over it. That's the Nechama, and the more a person is able to understand that, the more they have the lesson of Tishabav. And could be. I don't think this is really pshat, but could be you could learn it into the words of Rabbi Akiva in the answer to this Mesech Damakas. Rabbi Akiva came and saw the Shualim with the Chachamim, the foxes coming out of the Kaidish HaKadoshim, and he laughed, and he said, there's two Nevuas. There's Nevuas of Oryo and there's Nevuas of Zechariah. Oryo was misnabi on terrible destruction on the Makam HaMikdash. And Zechariah was mis- had Nevoah, Oh Yesh was a Kainim, was a Kainim, is going to be a Geula. And Rabbi Kiva said, Before I saw the Kiyom of the Chorban, I wasn't sure about the Kiyom of the Geula. And all the Mepharshim wonder, what does he mean? He wasn't sure about it. But could be the Pshad is like this, that the unbelievable Nevoah of Chorban, that Uriah said in his Nevoah, Rabbi Avadar Rabbi Kiva knew what was going to happen. But it was hard to understand how after it will all happen, we, Klai Yisrael, will still see it. Such nevuah of destruction, and we're still here to be able to see it. So he said to himself, until I saw the nevuah of Uriah, and I'm here to see that nevuah, I see the kiyam of the nevuah, now I know the great nechama, that there's going to be a geula. Because if after such destruction, we chachamim are still here to be able to witness it and to see those shualim, we haven't been destroyed. So I know for sure that the geula of, of Zechariah is going to come as well. That's kalamisabal Not you will be zeiche, you are zeiche to see. Because when you simchas Yerushalayim is the nitzchias of Klal Yisrael. And if you're ma'abal Yerushalayim and you realize the depth of the avelos, and yet Klal Yisrael is still here to mourn, is still here to learn, is still here to shtag no matter what happens. From Brennan Taira, Vertman Mer Taira, we only have more and more Taira throughout all the Tsaris. That's the greatest Nechama that comes to a Klal Yisrael. And that's why Tishbav has both aspects to it. We have the te- depth of the Chorban, but if you don't come to the Nechama, if you don't come to Nachim Hashem, if you don't come to that Hakara of the Nitzchis of Klal Yisrael, you haven't really been misabel properly. If you ended up just in the despair of the Avelos, you haven't come to the Ratzon of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which Taka that we should be able not only to come to the depth of the Avelos, a hergish of Avelos, at the same time we should come to understand the Nechama, we should be Zaychetaka, that through this Tishabav, with the Avelos and with the Nechama, we should be Zaychet, should be our last Tishabav, and we should see the Kiyam of the Nevuah of the Zechariah, Oyeshu, Zekeinu, Zekeinu, Rechaibes Yerushalayim.